Hey there, thank you for tuning in to The Paradox, a podcast where I connect with people around the world to talk about global paradoxes and their possible solutions. The Paradox has a new episode every Friday, so if you want to stay up to date, I would kindly ask you to subscribe to the channel. And for now, enjoy this episode. guest this week on the podcast is Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa is a girl from Rotterdam, from the Netherlands, uh, who lives in America right now that I met through a mutual friend, Pearl. Uh, Vanessa has moved to America on a later age, at a later stage in her life. For me, that's quite interesting because obviously if you've built your life in a, a specific country or if you've lived your whole life in a specific country, um, the internet can obviously help to establish connections and relationships abroad. So, uh, yeah, do you want to introduce yourself quickly, who you are, where you are from? (laughs) Well, so I'm Vanessa, and like you said, I'm from Rotterdam, and then moved to Atlanta, Georgia, when I was 16, 17, and then eight years later, still here. (laughs) Can you give some insights on uh, why you moved and what the difference is, like the biggest difference between the Netherlands and uh, then Atlanta? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we moved when I was 16, 17. Um, It was just my parents' idea to move because we were the only ones in Holland at the time or the Netherlands at the time. My whole family is originally from Guyana um, and they immigrated from there to the U.S. or other countries in the world. And then since we were the only ones over there, they were just, you know, wanted to be around family more. So they decided to come here. Um, and then, yeah, it was hard <laughs> at first because obviously you're 16, 17 and you're right in the middle of your teenage years. Um, so you're trying to get to know yourself or just who you are. And then for me, around that age, I also started um, meeting my really good friends that I still talk to every day now, like Pearl, Paul, Jetty. Um, things like that so I had to leave them behind come here start all over when I was 17 and that was it was just hard trying to figure out everything yeah obviously yeah I can imagine and um, Mm -hmm. in that sense do you think that uh, the internet is something that helped with this process or do you think that it actually made it more difficult to connect with people Um, I think at first when I moved it was harder because you know, you don't know the country, you don't know the customs or the way of doing things. So you're still trying to figure that out in real life. And then back then, also, I wasn't active on Instagram or Facebook or whatever like that. So I never really used it. Um, But I did see that it was also a means to just stay in contact with my friends, even though we had WhatsApp or their numbers, and I could still call them or, you know, FaceTime, whatever. Um, The internet, and just social media in general did help with also staying in contact with them via another platform. And I used it mainly to stay in contact with them over there, not necessarily with the people around me here. Yeah, that was also one thing that I wondered, because um, when you were in the Netherlands the last time, we talked about uh, how uh, we've talked about a lot of things. But one thing that we keep discussing is uh, the difference in housing, for example, how Houses in Mm -hmm. America are really big compared to the Netherlands, for example. Mm -hmm. And then I think I saw like in a series or something that people, someone said that 
yeah, people are surprised that we use like a phone or something in the same household to mm -hmm. reach each other. And I actually find that quite funny because um, I think it's actually the case because houses are bigger there. And like it's, it's very difficult to um, connect inside the house. But that's also why I can imagine that it's difficult to connect outside of the house because mm -hmm. in the Netherlands, like everything's like for whoever doesn't know, like everything's pretty packed and pretty close together. Yeah. So even if you go to the supermarket or if you go to like the city center or something, you, there's always a chance that you can meet someone new or meet someone mm -hmm. that you know. Where it is in America, yeah. because everything's so spread out, um, I can imagine it's more difficult to like meet new people. So how is that for you and how do you meet new people? Yeah, that is true. <laughs> it's even here living in the house that I am, um, you know, you have your neighborhoods and then they all have their each separate houses. So over there, obviously in Rotterdam, you're like more in the city and you have your neighbors right next to you, you live in an apartment or wherever you live. You meet people, you go outside, you walk, you see everyone. Here it's, you go out of your house, you go in your car and then you drive to wherever you need to go. And I don't know my neighbors. You just like wave to them and that's all you do. You don't talk to them or you don't do anything else. That's it. So I think because I know it could be different in a different country, like in Rotterdam or wherever, um, that human connection is harder to just make here, you know, because you just, you go to school, you already know the people there. You go to work, you already know the people there. You actually have to go out of your way to meet new people and make that human connection with them, which is easier when you're in the city and you actually see people walking everywhere. Um, and you can just randomly start up a conversation, but here you kind of, okay, you see somebody in the supermarket, you're like, hi, and they're kind of like, hi, and that's it. You know, that's that's the human connection more here. So it's harder. You have to put more effort into it when you're over here. What are like your general thoughts on human connectivity? Like, do you think that in this day and age that people are more connected than ever before? Or do you think like people are more disconnected than ever before? And why do you think either? I think we're more disconnected which is funny because we have all these means to actually be connected together, you know? But I think human nature itself is just, they don't, they want to be comfortable and people want to feel comfortable. So they stay in their little bubble that they've created their whole life and just stick with the people that they've known because it's uncomfortable to meet somebody else, you know? Like you meet somebody else and people are afraid to make that connection because they're like, oh, I don't want to come across as... I don't know, weird, or why is that guy or girl talking to me or whatever. And you also have social media that's supposed to connect everyone, which it is, I think, on a global scale, but people just want to be comfortable at the end of the day. So that's why I think we're disconnected and it has more to do with human nature than the means that we have to actually connect to each other. Yeah, definitely. I actually agree with what you're saying because um, we do have social media, for example, but I do think that Though we have social media, um, in my first podcast, that we also mentioned that it basically shows the highlights of someone's life. So you actually mm -hmm. don't know that much about someone or it's basically like mm -hmm. a romanticized image of someone. And yeah. I, I just find it fascinating because on the Internet, you can obviously be whoever you want to be on social media. And mm -hmm. 
even like in our case, I find it so interesting that we basically hung out around the same people, but we never knew each other. Mm -hmm. And that's also quite yeah. fascinating because in that sense, you would think that the Internet could be something that would connect us in that sense. But we only met mm -hmm. literally like when you came to the Netherlands, I like I, I, mm -hmm. I kind of knew who you was like I've I heard her name mm -hmm. before, but yeah, that's also quite fascinating. You know that if when I saw you for the first time, you already have like a preconceived notion of someone based on what you mm -hmm. know, the Internet, social media, what other people yeah. tell you. And yeah, I just find it interesting. Like, have you experienced that before with meeting people as well, that you basically saw like an image on social media or the Internet? And then mm -hmm. you're sort of like, I don't know, just like taken back by how someone is in person or in real life. In real mm. life. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, also, because social media you yourself post on your own social media, you know? So you kind of create that image of yourself that you want other people to see. And that might not be who you are in real life just because everybody's doing it. So you kind of get sucked into that world of, okay, I need to kind of portray um, who I want to be to fit in the whole social media world and what other people are doing. So when I do see that online, you create an image for yourself and people treat you or think of you as that same exact way. So when you meet somebody in real life and they're actually their authentic self or they just are very different to what you've seen online, you do get taken aback. But I think we also need to remember that social media is just an image of someone. It's not who they really are. And just go from there. You know, like you never know what somebody's going through in real life or who they are as a person. They might, I don't know, be or portray themselves as this very bougie person on social media with all, you know, like luxury stuff or whatever. And then in real life, they don't care anything about it. So I don't know. I think people just have to be open towards other people just making themselves seem a certain way and they're actually not and just be open to actually meeting that person in real life for who they are and what they stand for. Yeah, definitely. I also feel like... Um... It kind of, like what you said before, basically because you can post whatever you want to post yourself, you kind of sort mm -hmm. of dictate the perception that people have of you. And mm -hmm. where this also can go pretty wrong is uh, because social media is so, uh, it's, it's perceptional, but it's also very superficial, obviously. Like mm -hmm. you see what you want people to see of you. And I also think that that creates this image of um, different groups of people. So let's say people are, uh, generally like in social norms more attractive have this stereotypical mm -hmm. image that they're either like unfriendly they're not smart they're this or that you know what I mean like everyone is so yeah. boxed in specific boxes of you are this so then then you are this like there's like yeah. correlations between if you are this then you also are this mm -hmm. um, so do you think that that is something that's going to change in the near future and do you think like enough people are sort of taking action to break that image or like break those kind of thought patterns um i hope so <laughs> um i think where social media is right now i think a lot of people are becoming more aware of the situation now more than ever before um and you also see you know the i don't know the real accounts or whatever you want to call it you see people 
going away from that perfect image that people think that who they are because they want to put something real out there to make the increase in people being depressed or sad or you know like suicide just lower that count down so I think people are becoming aware of it I just think that it could be more um and what I also thought about like recently was you and I we do the same thing without really realizing it right like if I look at myself on my Instagram page for example the only pictures that are on there are the people or the pictures that I like to post Mm. and that I think I look good in and it's just traveling pictures so people could have this perception of oh she's always traveling or whatever and I'm not you know (laughs) so I still contribute to that part of social media as well and I need to be more aware of it too but that's the thing it's always a learning curve and just realizing that real life is real life and if you want to help others then just be yourself and be you right yeah I think it's also quite difficult to know where to draw the line because Mm -hmm. for example when I used to uh, start using Instagram for the first time the initial idea that I had with it was um, it's going to be like my photo diary or my photo journal. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people had that perception of how they're going to use Instagram. And obviously, like initially, that was what Instagram was used for. Um, But even with traveling and stuff, I feel like it could be like a travel diary or travel blog. But then Mm -hmm. how, where do you draw the line between sort of romanticizing your life and your lifestyle and just sharing your your travel your travels or something mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's it's very difficult. yeah yeah it is I don't know that's the thing like it's never a wrong thing to not know you just need to be aware and see how you can make that change in it too um and that's the thing like I don't post that often I think I only have like eight pictures on my Instagram in general but those pictures, those eight pictures still portray an image of me that's not my everyday life, you know? And that's what I, I don't know what like the line is or what the good balance is maybe because Instagram is introducing different ways to share your life. So now they have the stories or the reels or whatever. So maybe you can draw a line between them you can post your pretty pictures whatever you want and then you know use reels or your stories to show your everyday real life so i think it's just different means to different situations yeah definitely i definitely agree with that so um in that sense compare so if you compare the netherlands to america for example Mm -hmm. on a social level so apart from social media maybe also social media but what do you think like the biggest differences are in the way that people communicate with each other um, apart from what you've just mentioned, that because everything's mm-hmm. so spaced out, it's difficult to communicate with each other. How do you think, like, it's how do people communicate differently in the Netherlands versus, like, the United States, let's say? Yeah, um, that was very interesting and hard to learn at first because obviously I grew up and I was raised in the Netherlands. So I only knew one way of communicating and doing things, you know, because that's just what life is over there. And then you come to a new place and you pretty much have to reinvent yourself or figure out how to communicate and how to talk to people. And at first I had a very hard time with it because I wasn't open enough to learning new things because I didn't want to be here. I just wanted to be back home with my friends 
and do what I was used to. And because I wasn't open to that part of life, learning new things and communicating with people, connecting with people, um, I just had a hard time because I just felt very alone. You know, I just felt so alone because I didn't have friends or the only people that I would talk to was my family. But I wasn't really that close with my family at first because we were over there in another continent and they were all here. So I had to establish that relationship with them. Um, so it was hard at first, but as soon as I was like, you know what, this is my situation. This is where I am. I need to do what I can to make my life better, to make me feel better. Once you start like opening up and learning about the customs and just going through everyday life, because then I went to college over here and now I work full time at a job as well. So it's a very big difference. I've noticed that I talk differently here than how I would back home. And that's just because let's say in the Netherlands, I know everybody says, oh, we, everybody's very direct over there and you just say it how it is. And that is true because I've noticed here, I can't do that with the people here, you know? Like you kind of have to sugarcoat it in a certain way and say it in a certain way for people to feel comfortable because they don't know any different either. So you kind of have to adjust yourself to their way of communicating than what you've always been used to. So that's what I've been trying to do. And I do see a huge difference in that. Like before, I would just communicate the one way that I knew and nobody would get it or understand it. And now that I understand how to communicate with people here, you can make an impact or a lasting impact and just talk to people more openly. But you have to adjust yourself to get to that point too. Right, yeah, I completely agree with that. And I feel like um, it's, it's not a bad thing to sort of adjust and adapt to mm -hmm. the situation that you're in. What I was wondering is yeah. um, in the Netherlands, there's like a very, I don't know, like glorified image of America and Western media mm -hmm. and culture and blah, blah. Do you feel like it actually, um, because like in the Netherlands, just to, for people who don't, uh, don't know this, like everything that's on television or whatever. So you have Dutch television, which are just normal programs and everything else, the culture is basically Western media and mostly American or United Kingdom media. Uh, British media and I was wondering like have has that actually impacted the way that you understand um, America so um, in the sense I mean like um, always knowing like American media and having that in the Netherlands like has that actually mm -hmm. been a good uh, preparation for you to go to America is it actually like accurate in that sense no no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Because, like you said, everything that's on Dutch television or just in the world, you know, like the media that people show about America in the news and wherever, especially in movies and TV shows, it's such a glorified image to where you think that everybody or everything is so grand and so great, you know, and everything is just luxury and whatever. I don't know. Um But when you actually get here, that's why when I was like 12 years old, sorry, I moved this thing. <laughs> when I was like 12 years old, um, I wanted to go to, I wanted to move here so badly. I wanted to be in America and I wanted to do my thing and whatever. Because we had but this that's whole high school dream, right? Like this yeah. whole oh, high school musical. You want to go to high school. Together. <laughs> yeah. 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 Literally. And then when I got to high school, it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't people singing wherever, you know? 
it wasn't that it was just you have this glorified image of the u.s itself that um you want to just do and you want to experience but then you get here and it's totally different because even now looking at movies it's nothing like how the u.s is in a whole it's so very different and like i said i wanted to move here when i was 12 really wanted to told my parents whatever oh when i get older i'm gonna move to the u.s and do this and do that but then you're here and you see it's hard work it's that human connection is not the same as in anywhere else in the world because the distance is so huge and people are just used to what they do and they kind of stick with it so even when I went to high school I went to high school for two years and um you know I thought I would go in I would make friends the first day do it you know that's have basically that what we learned from like dream. from movies yeah and stuff, so yeah, and then people will be interested because, oh, you moved from a different country, let's go. Like, right. you're, you belong to the popular group right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Things like that. And it didn't go like that. Like, I had maybe one or two good friends in high school. And th- that one friend that was actually my really close friend was a guy that was actually from England and moved here as well. Right. So that's like another European that I actually connected with because we had stuff in common and that's why we became good friends. Like I never really connected on that level with somebody that was born and raised here. Do you think that has to do with like individualism and the way that the West like functions where everyone is like has such a prominent like focus on being an individual and like doing your thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I also think it has a lot to do with people here. You know, they go to school when they're four years old till they're 18. Mm. And in the Netherlands, it's obviously different, right? You're there from four years old to 12 years old. Then you choose which high school you want to go to. So you all kind of disperse and you do your own thing. So from a young age over there, you're already used to or trained to just making your own choices. And because you're making your own choices, you meet so many different new people as well. So you're already getting exposed to all of that from a young age. And here, because everybody's so used to sticking together, they group together for life or especially in high school. So when I came in there, um, everybody stuck together and I was just like the lonely person over there, not feeling good because one, I didn't even want to be here, didn't want to move here. Then I didn't have friends. Then my home situation wasn't the best, you know, so it's all of that combined that just worked through some shit times in my life but you know that's just what you have to go through at some point yeah definitely i find it super fascinating because i think that this like you are a very good example of um that like the american dream or whatever we have in the netherlands it's Mm -hmm. it's literally it's it's just a dream and i think Mm -hmm. it implies to a lot of different um things in life i feel like bollywood for example is a good example if you Mm -hmm. watch bollywood movies you would literally have this perception and i think all of us who who before we travel to india or something have this whole idea of how perfect it is and everything's like palaces and gold and this and this yeah once you go there you realize that it's basically the i i think i read this somewhere in quora where someone said that um film and the way that people portray uh, specific countries is basically the way that people want it to be like the ideal that people mm-hmm. would want for their country or their community 
Um, so I do think that in that sense, it's it's kind of fucked up if you think about it because mm -hmm. social media adds like this extra layer of individualism. Yeah. Like if you can basically give everyone the same app, um, let's say TikTok, for example, and mm -hmm. you give everyone the same promise that everyone can become famous through this one app if you are yourself. It's it's super fascinating to see now nowadays like how people use it and basically people just copying other people who are successful or successful. I always find mm -hmm. success very like and like subjective, obviously, but it's yeah. just it's so interesting that you can get this whole image of how perfect like a society is through film or through social media and then to mm -hmm. experience it yourself, uh, you actually experience like all these flaws in that same yeah. society, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I traveled to different parts in the US as well. And it's funny to see how, you know, in different parts of the US, it's very different as well. So let's say Miami, for example, I went there last year. And I didn't like Miami at all. They have great beaches, whatever, but you see everybody over there also trying to portray an image that fits with the Miami image. Right. And everybody's trying to look expensive or try to act expensive just because they're in Miami and that's what most people do over there. Mm. And then they go back to their hometown, wherever they're from, and they're completely the opposite of what they were trying to portray in one city and what they post on social media, you know? Right. So it hits close to home, I think, for a lot of people that you need to realize that people just act at the end of the day right. to be a certain pe person and that's it. Like nobody is really who they're trying to portray on social media or wherever. So so let's turn this around like on a positive note and let's think like what do you think the kids nowadays can do to improve like their mental health, but also maybe something that you can think of of your childhood like our childhood in the netherlands like something that mm -hmm. needs to come back for the children to sort of feel more engaged with each other and with like the world outside of their phone i think like even when i look back in my own life um i didn't have a phone until i was like 13 or 14 and it was one of those slide up phones you know yeah. so i didn't even have instagram or whatever until later um but i do will always remember that and this might be like a basic answer or whatever but just going outside and being around people it helps you a lot because once I got a little bit older around 14 15 when I actually started using Instagram here and there I noticed that I would be inside most of the time and that's also like my family situation wasn't great but so that contributed to it as well. But I think social media as well made you a little bit or made me a little bit more depressive and sad. And you would just be cooped up in your house and not want to go outside and, you know, experience that human connection or just be around people. Um, but then I think back about when I was younger, around 11, 12, when we were in middle school or whatever. So I would love to be outside and just walk around and do my thing um see new people i think i get a lot of energy from other people as well whenever i'm around them and that makes me feel better as well and then i can incorporate that into even just staying home and being in the house all day but i feel better with being around people so i think that's a huge thing that probably kids nowadays might 
find interesting to do. Nice, very nice. Thank you for your thoughts and mm -hmm. your ideas, Vanessa. Um, of course. Do you have <laughs> one final, final words, something that you want to share? Social media is not real, guys. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I think you just need to be you, be comfortable with who you are, where you stand in life, and everybody makes mistakes at the end of the day. But if you're, you know, just be aware of it and then try to be a better person, a good person, and that's that's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And see you. Yes. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> Thank you for watching The Paradox. If you want to see more episodes, please subscribe down below. And thank you for watching. Bye.